everyone, this is Larry from WSTrades.com. This podcast is about trading stocks and stock options. Any information in these podcasts should not be construed as advice. It's for educational and entertainment purposes only. We are not financial advisors. Hey everyone, it's Larry from WSTrades.com. And I wanted to do an update podcast on a play that I got into Monday the 11th. Uh, The only thing I got filled on was a synthetic covered call on FSR, which is Fisker. Uh, At the time, they were trading for about $15. I I bought the 750 call for $749 and sold the 16 call for $22. Uh, They struggled pretty much all of Monday, uh, most of Tuesday, and then just started running up about two hours before close. Um, They ran up pretty hard. They were up over 2% today, which is Tuesday. Uh, So uh, right at this moment, I'm up uh, $20.30. I tried to buy back the short call when they were struggling for $10 and didn't get a fill because I assumed they'd pop off again and I could sell it uh, for a higher premium again. Um, So all in all, I'm looking at $122 if they can finish above uh, $16 by Friday, which I'm hoping they get to uh, right now. Everything's looking good. Looking at the charts, I thought they'd be popping off. I knew I kind of got in a little bit early. I was trying to get too much of the move. So, you know, that's my mistake, but... Everything's working out so far on it. Um, I also, I tried to get filled on HYLN. I believe they're going to be making a move higher soon. I tried to uh, just sell a pretty close to the money uh, put spread. Um, I put in my order to sell the, the 16 and buy the 1550 puts. And I uh, couldn't get filled for... Uh, $16, so I just let that one go. Um, one thing you should do is, you know, not chase prices. If you think you're in a good spot, you're getting a good fill, then don't adjust the prices. Just let the market come to you because I found out that if you start chasing prices, if you're like, oh, I can't get filled on, you know, 15, it's it's saying I can get filled on 13, you move your strikes down, still doesn't get filled, and you know, then you're just losing money at that point. Just set your price. If you think it's a good price, it's a good play. And just let the market come to you. Um, that was the only play I was actually filled on. There are a couple trades that I'm looking at getting into soon. They're not quite where I want them to be. But uh, the symbol NET, I'm looking to get... Uh, play some sort of a bullish play on them. Right now, the one-hour chart looks good. Uh, the four-hour is not where I want to see it. And the one-day looks good, so I'm just trying to... I'm going to give it a little more time and see if it's it's going to play out the way I think. Um, one more that I'm... This one I'm bearish on is H-I-M-X. Uh, the one-hour looks good. Four-hour looks good. The one-day, not where I want to see it yet, so... Uh, we'll see. I'll keep an eye on those two and uh, see if I can get a play on. If not, 
it's always another play. It's another thing is, you know, if you're not quite sure about a trade, just don't get into it because there's always going to be something else. Don't FOMO was something I struggled with early on where, you know, I needed to put a play on. I just, you know, had to have my capital put in somewhere and, uh, sooner or later, I just realized just it's fine to be in cash. If there's not a play on, don't push it because you're going to get into a lot of really bad situations and you're going to lose money that way. Just cash is a fine position to be in. It's much better than a loser. Uh, one thing before I go, I wanted to go over quickly for those of you that don't know uh, how or what a synthetic cover call or a poor man's cover call is or how to set it up, what you would do is, and I kind of made a mistake on this one, I typically, you would go, I don't know, a month out or so, just, you know, not expiring the soonest, and you would buy a uh, deep in the money call, and for instance, I could have bought the uh, February 19th, 750 call on Fisker for the same price that I paid for the call expiring this week. And that was my plan the whole time. And I don't, there was something in my head that, um, that changed my mind this morning. And I bought the call expiring this week, which doesn't really make sense because, you know, had I bought the, uh, February 19th call, I could have sold covered calls on this thing for, let's see, uh, six weeks. So, you know, I could have been collecting premium that whole time for the same price that I got into it for, you know, a one-week play. So, anyways, you'll buy a deep-in-the-money call, and then you'll go sell an out-of-the-money call. And it just depends on, you know, where you're at, um, how far away from the strikes you want to be. If you go, you know, super close to the money, you'll get paid a little more, but then your uh, max profit... If the stock rallies is going to be capped. And the reason I love doing synthetic covered calls instead of uh, your traditional covered call would be if I would have entered this play on Monday doing a traditional covered call, I would have had to buy 100 shares of FSR, which was trading at $15. So you're looking at a $1,500 uh, hit to my account right there. And then I would have got paid 22 for selling the call like I did. But this way, I only had to put out $749 for the exact same play. And um, the only downside to it would be is if, you know, Fisker just ate a big one, just like completely fell off. And then the price of my... Uh, call like it, they'd have to fall really hard in order to affect the the price more than it is. But when you buy a call that's uh, one delta, it's going to move pretty much exactly the same as if you were holding a uh, hundred shares of stock. So if it goes up a penny, then you make a dollar, and so on and so forth. So. I don't know, it's just one of my favorite things to do instead of putting up so much capital. And, I mean, you could do this playing the big guys if you have enough money, like um, a Google or an Amazon. But um, it's going to take a lot more capital by a deep-in-the-money call, but it's 
it takes way less than if you were to buy a hundred shares of it. So anyways, that's my podcast for today. Just a little update. I'll probably do a, uh, a podcast on Friday for sure. Letting you know how everything went. And if you go to the anchor app, um, through the link, you can actually leave us voice messages. And if you have any questions or comments, uh, we can, you know, read them online or on the next podcast and try and answer anything you guys have. So go ahead and subscribe, let everyone know, uh, head over to the YouTube page. If you just go on YouTube and type in WS trades, we should pop up. Um, also wstrades.com. we got a lot of cool things going on. Um, we're changing it around quite a bit, so some things might look a little weird for now. We're just trying to get everything settled. Uh, we still have the scanner. We still have the thinkorswim uh, scanners you can buy, and there's a description of what each one does. We're going to be uploading more and more. We have a ton of them. Um, you can also get the spreadsheet for tracking all of your trades, which I really recommend. It's only a dollar, and you should really, if even if you don't buy the spreadsheet, you should always keep track of your trades and um, so you can look back and say, okay, you know, I made money when I did this strategy and then I switched to this strategy and started losing money. So, and just kind of dial in where you're actually making money and kind of slow down or change how you're going about certain things. But it's always great to just be able to look back and quickly see, you know, what you were doing well. And then you can, you can leave notes on the spreadsheet or if you're writing it down to why you changed up what you were doing. So that's all I got for you today. Thank you guys for listening.